because they're apparently just adding cast members last minute. <laughs> hey, the, Claire was added pretty last minute last year. Yeah, no, it and was. I loved Claire. It was a very similar situation. Uh, so we'll see if Joseph can live up to that. Um, the shoes of Claire being a super fan and decently good at the game. Yeah, I don't think he's a super fan. I don't think he'll live up to that. Was he? Nah, I don't think so. I think he's a dud. Spoiler slur on my take. All right. <laughs> Should we divide up the cast into stud or dud? Stud or dud. <laughs> that should be our new premiere episode game. Stud or dud. And if they ever have a good wipeout in a competition, we'll add a thud category. A thud category. Thinking, <laughs> we should uh, add it right off the, at the beginning. I'm thinking Jessica from uh, Big Brother 21? One. Yep. She had the big fall. Yeah. That's ah! a... <laughs> She's in the thud category. A little yell and then jumped off. <laughs> All right. But big brother 24. Uh, Tony, what do you think of last night's episode? The live hour and a half premiere. Do we think it was live? I'm they had the they had the live symbol in the corner. I'm, I'm led to believe them. Nick. Uh, recurring character on the podcast. Wow. Clock that for a record of how soon we reference him. He pointed out, because I didn't notice, apparently there were DR like confessionals of them going into the house for the first time. Yes. I didn't even so, notice. Don't even remember it. Yes, they did have DR confessionals pop up. Um, they also did this last year too. And the explanation last year was that those were pre-recorded. So it was just very generic confessionals of like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be playing Big Brother. This has been a dream of mine, you know? No, so like nothing oh, commenting okay. on the actual competition. Um, so again, whether or not you believe that, that's up to you, but that was their explanation last year. So this isn't the first time they've done that. Hey, then I'll buy it. That's enough for me. Um, I'm not saying you have to. CBS is a liar for a lot of things. So that's that's just what they tell us. Hey, I don't think CVS are liars. CBS I realize that I need to start liars. angling to actually get on one of these shows. If I want to, I have to be nice to CVS and, <laughs> and Jeff. Do you want it? Do so, you would you would you go on Big Brother or Survivor? I think absolutely. Have you applied? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hard part. Is I feel like it would be so hard to make like an actual audition tape. Anyways, back to Big Brother 24. Too many rabbit, rabbit, rabbit trails, rabbit hole rabbit hole trails trails the rabbit leaves a trail yeah but they also dig a hole could this it be a trail okay. of holes so yeah anyways big brother 24 yeah it was a pretty bleh episode like it didn't i don't feel like i got to know anybody which i mean it was just the first competition and it was live so i wouldn't expect to get to know anybody really well but i feel like i did get some vibes from some people and I feel like I have opinions, whether they're well-founded, I don't know, but I, I have thought, like, I, I, I have thoughts on the people. I do like the idea of the HOH competition breaking up into three groups of people and having the sure. winners of those compete. I love that idea. I also I like that they were all three different competitions. I thought that was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It spices things up. Different people can shine at a different uh, challenge. So yeah, I enjoyed that for sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely unfortunate. Like, if you're really good at one of them and didn't get to do that, 
And like, let's say whoever goes home this week, that's always going to be a conversation is like, well, what if they had the chance to play this other competition? Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. There's always a certain level of randomness to big brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I was questionable on is the, the ticket system to scan mm-hmm. and get like, to decide what game you're going to play. Um, I wondered why it wasn't just like envelopes that they opened up and then they were told. Um, and then it real, yeah. like, I realized the scanning system allows big brother to rig it if they want to. So let's say they want yeah. a certain person to play a competition that computer, like there's no saying that the ticket they grab correlated to that competition, you know, now, yeah. why would they rig it? I don't know, but that's a good move on their part in case they wanted a certain combination to happen. Man, yeah, that's not great. I think the fact that like the first three people were all the same one makes me think that that's probably not the case, but they could have done that to throw us off the trail. It does feel like an unnecessary level of like layers or, or technology that's unnecessary, but it fits the vibe of, oh, this is the festival and you have to scan your ticket to get into the festival. That if that makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I suppose so. But like the, I mean, the best example is like with Pooch getting the, the, the back, the backstage pass mm-hmm. back, backstage boss. That's it. He's mm-hmm. a backstage boss. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> not weird. mistake that. Um, like there's no way for us to confirm that that ticket was the backstage boss ticket. Like there is, it's very easy for big brother to have decided who they want to give that to and whatever ticket he had, they were going to have that pop up on stage. Now, again, I'm not saying they rigged it. It's just, it leads to a lot of unconfirmed. Uh, I, we just don't know. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Why would you leave that gray area to allow people? Maybe they like when there's controversy and people think they rigged something. Maybe they think it spices things up or it was just like, Oh, this is a cool idea. Let's do this. And now people are going to run with it being rigged. Right. Uh, I don't know. I haven't really seen too much about that. So I think people are okay with it for now, but it's just one of those things. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too toxic of a fan that that's where my mind goes is that it's an option. You are pretty toxic. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> what did you think about, uh, so we, we go through the entire competition and then the backstage boss has to pick some people are we moving too quickly through the episode there wasn't much no there's nothing to talk about (laughs) and then after this we'll go player by player quickly and kind of give our (laughs) initial thoughts but the episode itself the backstage boss had to make some decisions yeah what do you think of that twist i think i'm still confused on it a tad um which i think everyone's on the same page there's a couple details being left out for us that we'll find out soon Uh, but i i think i'd like it I don't, I don't hate it. I think it definitely adds an extra level of social game, uh, which I think is always good the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, basically pooch gets safety this week, um, full immunity can't go home this week, but he cannot participate in any competition and cannot vote which is interesting. And I like that. I kind of like, if you're going to get immunity, you also don't get a vote. I think that's, that's awesome. Fun. Yeah. I feel like it's a necessary thing. <laughs> like you don't get a say if you don't have any risk involved. Right. And I think that's a great, that's almost a better power to me because 
zero blood on your hands. Well, until mm-hmm. he has to make his decisions. But like at the time being, like that alone, it's like, oh, I, I can't vote. I'm just here to like observe the house and build relationships this first week, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And now the second part of the twist is that he had to pick three other people to go backstage with him. I don't know. What's the, what's the term for that? Yeah. So they're, they're going to have backstage passes, but they're not the boss. They're not the boss. Do they work for him? Is that where this analogy goes? Yeah. Okay. So if you work for Pooch, uh, you also, and this is where it gets tricky, they cannot be nominated. But that doesn't mean they're safe. So they don't get immunity, but they can't be nominated. So, And they don't get a vote, right? Yes. Yeah, so they no competition, no vote, mm-hmm. no nomination. But Julie, Julie did clarify that they could still go home. So we, in the next episode or two, we're going to find out somehow how they could potentially go home without being nominated. Oh, I didn't realize they said that they couldn't be nominated. Yes, that's the emphasis. So they cannot be nominated by the HOH. However, that doesn't mean they're safe this week. Are you sure? Um, I pulled up several articles, so I'm pretty okay, cool. sure. To... <laughs> I assumed you did your research. That's the only reason I asked. Are you sure? I did I a lot of research because it seems it. like everyone is a little. So here. OK, let me just run by. You. I think I think I made an assumption out of the logical thing that they could be nominated and that's how they could go home. But that makes sense. Yes. Uh, yes. They cannot be nominated. Um, so some people think that maybe there's a technicality where they could be re-nominated. So maybe they just can't be nominated the first round. And then after the veto, they can. Uh, there's other theories that because there's an America's vote right now where America can save one of them. Uh, there's a theory that the other two might do a separate competition between the two. And then the loser of that competition will be a third nom. Um yeah, so there's a lot of theories like that. So again, not really worth like getting into it all because we'll just find out in like a couple days. Um, but that's kind of where we're at with the whole thing. <laughs> Wikipedia says they remain eligible for nomination. What? Are you kidding In addition, me? he selected three other house guests to join him. Those selected would face the same fate, although they would remain eligible for nom- nom- nomination. There we go. Uh... All right, maybe I'm wrong then. What's this article right, I'm yeah, reading? We're not sure. And I think it's intentional that we don't know for sure all the twists that will come with the backstage passes. So we don't have to do research on air. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, that's the <laughs> twist. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of this, this twist and how it'll affect future weeks? I think it's interesting. So this is going to be a weekly twist. I would assume for the first couple, they usually have a twist that lasts like the first three weeks or so. I wonder how they're going to they're gonna choose the backstage boss. I think it'd be cool if the backstage boss was the person who didn't get evicted every week. So if you were nominated and you survived, you get saved for a week and become backstage boss. That would be interesting to me. I wouldn't hate that. The person in the bottom. Yeah, because it feels I, like they're they're almost adding this as a way to like give more safety because... I don't know. I think like they're trying to prevent this large alliance from the from early on where there's like a couple people that could potentially be safe. So if there starts to form one and you get nominated by that alliance, you survive, you put up three people, you put them you you give them back backstage passes so that they can't vote that week. 
Mm-hmm. That would be that would be fun. I think I'd like that a lot. I realize we're just speculating, but no, but that really that fun. was immediately my thought of like the social game is like give these backstage passes to people that you like you want to take their votes away. That's mm-hmm. huge. That's huge. Yeah, it's hard to make that decision right away, though. I think Pooch was in a real tough spot. He was, and he definitely took the safe option. Um, the smart option, I think, if you're trying to play the good social game up front, is to give them to the three people who lost the competitions or mm-hmm. came in last place, um, which mm-hmm. is normally what happens. I think I'm trying to remember. We saw Tyler do that in season 20. We've seen. Um, I we see it happen else. all the time in the challenge. I feel like we see it happen in other shows. Yeah, too. it's a very like politically smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he wasn't able to do that with um, Brittany because the piercing competition didn't have an obvious last place person. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the live feeds, he apparently said that he felt bad for choosing her, but he just chose her because she was the only one he remembered because she belly danced. So it was like the first thing that came into his mind. So he said her. So sucks for Brittany that yeah. she stood and out you like listen, that. You hear him after he picks her and on the episode, you can hear him say like, oh, dang it. I picked three girls. Like he had that presence of mind to be like, <laughs> oh crap, this looks bad. And so, yeah, like that could, that could come back to bite him. The fact that he picked three girls and people could not like him for that. But he realized that that was a bad idea, but it was too late here. And he had already made his decision right it does uh it is unfortunate <laughs> you know i don't i don't think he meant to do that but it is Mm-mm. not a great look to be like oh cool just a a bunch of dudes in power <laughs> and yeah <laughs> the patriarchy at work <laughs> yeah uh but i think that's pretty much it from the episode as far as twists Honestly, yeah i think it's just going through and giving our thoughts because yeah there wasn't any social gameplay we could really see we, I it's mean, just, we could talk about the BB Fest theme, but I don't really care that much. I don't care about themes generally. I couldn't. I think we talk about this every year, how like I can never remember the theme from the previous year. Yeah. I can't even. I don't think I can remember any. Season 20 was like something internet related. Yeah. And then season 21 was like camp because they had like the. the yeah, the camp counselor. The all the only reason I remember that is because it was just all the minorities dressed in camp gear and had to live in the house with them. Like that sucked. Yeah, that was tough look. That was a real tough look. That's the only reason I remember it because like <laughs> there's like the iconic image of like David, yep, um, Kemi and Ovi all like in camp outfits, and it's like, oh, <laughs> this looks really bad. Oh. Uh, twenty two was something to do with legends. I don't know. There was. Well, because it was Danielle was up on the wall, Derek was on the wall. Like it was just yeah, it was like the All Star season. Yeah, no, in twenty three. Um, gosh, what was twenty three? I almost said a cookout, but nope, that was the Alliance. <laughs> <season>. <laughs> I have no idea. Doesn't matter. All right, let's go um, person by person. Let's talk about this cast. All right, I'm just gonna go in alphabetical order. Um, I got okay. their pictures pulled up on the CBS website. Uh, CBS oh, website, they I looked this morning and they didn't have cast photos up yet. <laughs> they do now, but they don't have like any bio. It's just their like name, occupation, and that's like it. Um, that's what they have on Variety, which is what I'm looking at right now. But I'm going to try to pull up the CBS cast. Which is fine, but like, I don't know. What is this about? There's, There's nothing, there's like, 
I mean, they had other interviews that we could pull up, but I just like, I'm not even going to give them the satisfaction. Like if CBS isn't going to go through the trouble of like giving us any details about them, we're not going to talk about any of those details. We're just going to go. Why is the season 24 cast the season 23 cast for me? You had to refresh. You had to go to season 23 and then go back to season 24. Okay. I'm caught up now. I don't know why a company like CBS can't figure out how to market their own show. Wow. That was aggressive. All right, let's do this. Alyssa. Alyssa Snyder. Alyssa. 24 from Florida. Um, the one thing I do know about her is that Alyssa from last season knows her. Um, apparently, yep, they're I both from Florida. They both talked about Big Brother. Um, I don't know how this always happens. Like, they're, the amount of people that apply for this show, and it's just like, oh, they're friends with someone. It's, I don't know, whatever. They seem um, to consistently just pull from the same circles. You no, know, they really do. Like it's they, very obvious where these casting directors hang out because <laughs> they always come out with the same people. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Early thoughts on Melissa, twenty-four, marketing agent. Um. I got nothing. <laughs> she was there. I don't even remember what uh challenge she did. Um. Was she in that first one? Where could we find out? We should, yeah, because she was last up. in the first one. Yep, she was in the first one, so she was the first person to get covered in the goop. Okay, so she is currently in the backstage working for Pooch. Yes, working that, that for the real, Pooch. Real uncomfortable. I didn't enjoy that one. Bit. Pooch is just um, such a backstage boss name. It is. It really is. Is that what's feeding into your conspiracy theory that they did that intentionally? I don't know. I got so many the thoughts fact on that his name is Pooch. I got so many thoughts on Pooch, but we're not talking about Pooch. We're talking about Alyssa. We are um, talking about Alyssa. I feel like Alyssa is going to, this is going to happen the whole season. We're going to talk about her and I'm going to immediately draw my attention elsewhere. Yeah. I don't have much for her. I'm not going to lie. She's there. <laughs> She's she there. Nice enough. <laughs> All right, prediction. We're supposed on... to be an actual Big Brother podcast. And we're like, <laughs> she's on the season, and that's our hard hitting <laughs> thoughts on what's going on. This is CBS's fault for not giving us anything. There's literally no like bio or anything we can look at and be like, oh, she referenced season eight. She must be an actual fan. I like her. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up another source. I'm. T- I gotta do it. Variety um, isn't much better. Just do so you know. we think? that she's going to go pre-jury, jury, or make it pretty far. I don't think she's going to make it very far. Okay. I feel like she's going to be put in a good or a tough spot with the backstage passes, but also I feel like I could see her fitting into, I was was talking to somebody about this earlier, that every season it feels like, the big brother house just turns into like a microcosm of high school where there's the popular attractive athletic people that all form this super alliance. And then they just kind of pick off the like misfits. Like that seems like a very common thing that happens in the big brother house. I mm-hmm. feel like she'd fit into that popular crew. If, if that were to be the case this season, otherwise I don't see her lasting super long unless she finds a foothold in something like that. Yeah. I would agree with you. I think she's gonna she's gonna be great being a part of a large alliance. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. <laughs> Similar to last year's Alyssa. It's true. Last year's Alyssa, I feel like she had 
she she wasn't bad i feel like she was strategically pretty strong she was just hit the cookout which was a juggernaut yeah and i feel like that's gonna it's gonna be hard to talk about last season um just in general because you're always gonna have that asterisk there it's like Mm -hmm. Derek X, great player. He just was on the same season as the cookout. Mm-hmm. You know, Claire, amazing player. Same season mm-hmm. as the cookout. Um, Probably the closest to figuring it out, honestly. Pretty sure Claire was pretty close a few times there. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, so, yeah, as far as, I don't know, again, Alyssa this year, not, not super strong vibes. No. And, hey, just to be clear, we could be absolutely wrong. We probably will be absolutely wrong. She might prove us wrong, and I hope she does. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. I like when people prove me wrong. Let's talk about Amira. Amira. Were you ready to move on? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm done. Just making sure. <laughs> um, Amira. I um, I like Amira. I don't, I don't dislike Amira. Um, she seems like someone... Who I, I think she might know the game. I think she might know the game. Um, more so than just being shown season 16 in preseason. With, yeah. With, with sequester. What do you th- what do you think about Amira? We liking her? Um, I don't I don't love her, I don't think. Um and in regards to the big brother pool that we do every year, I don't think I'm gonna, I would pick her. Uh, I'm not super confident. She she mentioned showmances, and honestly, just mentioning showmance in your intro thing is just like frustrating to me. It's like, okay, I don't trust, and I understand they probably ask everybody, but hearing them mention it, it's like, okay, they think you're gonna get in a relationship based on the person that you are, um, or a showmance, not a relationship. That's that's different. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't get strong vibes from her. I don't I don't think I don't feel that she knows the game kind of thing was oh wait was she one that she was like i've watched every season with my mom um i think i think she might have said that in her intro video okay i'm about to save us i've i found actual questions that they asked and put in that chat send me that link there we go so stop just pretending yeah no she i'm not pretending i'm very confident in what i was saying (laughs) no to talk about the the relationship thing i pointed this out last night when i was watching they a lot of them have the same answer where it's like oh i'm not looking for a showmance but if it happens and that's just code for you want a showmance that's Mm -hmm. all that means and you're just trying to be humble about it so will she be in a showmance i don't know does she want one absolutely 100 percent. which is i mean it happens (laughs) it's it's not like weird to want a showmance no part of the game that's definitely what cbs wants CBS like wants these people to be in a showman so bad. Yeah, for some reason they think that's the best the best thing for the game. It's so marketable, I guess, but I feel like it's marketable for them, not so much CBS. They want their new Jeff and Jordan. That's what they want. Um, but yeah, I feel like Amira is not gonna like do anything bad. Honestly, you kind of jog my memory in that I'm pretty sure she mentioned watching Big Brother with her mom. And so that gives me a little bit more confidence in her at least being aware of the game and knowing what she's doing. Yeah. No, I'm a fan. Um, you, uh, I think she'll probably make jury. I hope so. There's one of two things could happen. I think she's going to make jury 
but be perceived as this like super intelligent strategic player. And they're probably going to get her out maybe in like sixth, seventh place, kind of in the like the spot that like Tiffany was in where mm-hmm. they're going to like target her. Um, Cause that set that tends to happen a lot for like strategic females, especially. Oh, maybe I'm wrong about that. No, that's, I, I mean... just, I feel like it's just that Tiffany spot where it's just like, Oh, this person is super intimidating. And so we need to get them out once we get our alliance a certain place. Mm-hmm. Um, either that happens or she just doesn't fit into any alliance socially and goes out preachery. One of the two. Yeah. Which is always tough. It's like you really have to be ready to go mm-hmm. yep. and hope that you're in the right area of the room at the right time to talk to the right person to get pulled in. Like there, there is a luck aspect to falling into alliances a lot of times. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, let's move on to Brittany. Brittany hoops. Brittany hoops. Uh, she fascinates me. <laughs> Definitely uh, stands out amongst when I'm like looking at this cast list and just seeing their pictures. She stands out when I just read anything about her. She stands out. Um, is that good or bad? I don't know. But as of now, I am excited to see her on this season. And I see hypnotherapist and I think, no, thank you. <laughs> Why not? What, what, I you just, get hypnotherapy. I, I, it might be a perfectly legitimate discipline and something that is well-respected. <laughs> I've been hypnotized myself before at a high school assembly. I've seen the video. He's yeah. I lip saying, call me maybe in front of our entire student body. It was delightful. What was, what was that experience like? Like, do you recall any of that or were you just out of it? Yes. So I do recall most of it. It was just like everything the dude said. It was like, yeah, I want to do that. Like, that sounds so good. Like I'm normally a pretty outgoing person. I wouldn't just say, Hey, I'm going to lip sync. Call me maybe the way that I did in front of my, our entire student body in high school. Like, Oh yeah, I'll just do this. No big deal. But I was like, I don't care. I'm doing my thing. Like, this is great. I really want to do this. So do you think Brittany could utilize this at all? Or is that, does that cross any unethical lines of (laughs) this as a, cause like from what I can tell, this is like a pretty um, like she has like license to do this, right? Like this is a profession. That's where I'm wondering, like, is it a respected discipline? Does she have a degree in hypnotherapy? Like that's, that's where I'm unsure of what, what this actually is. Um, It potentially could be a valuable thing, but also it it could weird people out. And if people find out, I think she's out of there. I think she's not going to get away with trying to hypnotize people. If that's what it, uh, this is coming from an er very ignorant place of what that's about. Um, So she's wise. But I think like your, your reaction is probably what a lot of people's reactions would be. Like you Mm -hmm. hear that and you're like, Ooh, I don't know. I don't want to mess with that. So I think that's a fair assessment of how people might view her. Yeah. So I'm, I'm out on her. She could last a while. Um, She seems like she's a pretty like nice, fun person. She does give off that vibe. I'm reading the bio that you sent out and there's a couple times where it has laughs period in parentheses in the middle of her responses, which is very funny. She's quirky. Just to let us know she laughed. Uh, well, do, yeah. I, do you think her notebook full of 40 plus pages of things she wants to try in the house, does that change your opinion at all? That's just confusing. Uh, that That is not something that is helpful in the Big Brother house, I don't think. Having that much that you're trying to think about, like you have to go in 
ready to adapt and maybe that's what it is maybe it's like oh in this situation do this in this situation do this but i can't imagine having 40 pages of notes on how to play big brother would be a helpful helpful thing to like be used to prep all right it's well, too much coming from um, experience of playing a fake game of survivor it's just too much to keep in your mind i guess we'll just throw her in the pre-jury then that's around throwing her are we doing stutter dud or pre-jury post-jury <laughs> i want to do stutter dud we'll do stutter dud she's a dud for me all right dud for Alyssa. Dud and very entertaining dud Alyssa, the last one definitely uh or the past two i would i would put in dud and then wait amira isn't dud i would put amira as a dud i, I just don't um, get good vibes all right she's a stud for me you can yeah, you can put her in stud oh is there you agree do we no no we can have different opinions i love how we come up with these systems on the spot yeah and it's something that we've never done and probably won't do in another season no because every time <laughs> we do funny. this we never reference it again nope which is fine I'm actually gonna take notes of our studs and duds, though. <laughs> While you, you do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna intro Daniel. Yes. Our first HOH. Wait, did you say stud or dud for Brittany? Dud. I'm gonna go stud. What? So I got I got dud stud dud, and you got dud dud stud. Yep. Um, I'll just say it up front. Daniel's a stud for me. First HOH. Uh, feels like this guy knows the game. Like not just like saying that. But he he's referencing um, Big Brother Canada, which is not something a lot of U.S. players do. We love uh, that. You and I don't even know enough about Big Brother Canada to reference it. So that's if we had an easy way to watch it. I would have watched all of it by now. Actually, I do, we do. I think it's on. It's on Paramount. You got an easy way to watch it. No excuses. Big Brother's so long. <laughs> it is long it's a lot to, it's, it's a lot to binge uh but yeah I, I i mean that alone like he knows the game and he's decent at competitions and he wanted the first hoh and got it so i always respect people who acknowledge that the first hoh is a good thing because i feel like we had a span we've talked about it here where people just throw the first hoh competition and we've learned now that like no you kind of want to win that because statistically statistically my mistake it's going to help you out in the long run so he's a stud for me. I'm a fan. What do you think of Daniel? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go stud as well, for sure. Um, yeah, all the everything that you said, he seems to actually know the game. I feel like now I'm definitely at the point where it's like, if you, I feel like it's still not super common knowledge that you want to win that first head of household. So the fact that he did tells me, okay, he does. He does know the game a fair amount. Uh, ooh. Nope, that doesn't matter. I was like, who came in first? It wasn't him, so it doesn't matter to anything. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan. He he won it, and I think he's I he I think he needed to. I think he could have potentially been put in an outcast group. I don't know if he gives me the vibe of a popular in high school, which is kind of how I'm judging them because I don't know these people at all, and that's what Big Brother devolves to a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but I think he's a super cool dude, and I think people are going to like him. I'm interested to see how he's going to attack this first week. That'll definitely affect how I do it. I mean, you saw Frenchie last year, like, oh, I'm going to go after one of the meatheads. But then Christian was nice to him, so he couldn't nominate Christian and all, everything that went on. Um, but yeah, stud for Daniel. I think he'll be around for a while. Also worth noting, he knows Rachel Swindler from season 20. Okay. 
they worked in Vegas together. Yeah, I was going to say that's a Vegas connection for sure. Yep. So she tweeted about him um, that she's worked with him. Nice guy. Thinks he'll do well. Yeah. So nothing real. It's just, again, what are the odds? <laughs> he got a connection. Yep. Next I, up. I just need to meet one of these people. You do. You just need to get in the circle and your whole friend group's going to be on the show. I just got to drive around until I meet Janelle in the Twin Cities and then I'm in. You just buy a house from her. You could yeah. literally. And then be like, I know Janelle. She told me all of her secrets and they'd have me there in a minute. I know. I know where McCray works. South Minneapolis. I could... Used to work. I don't know. I don't think he does anymore. No, I don't actually know what he said. That was like four years ago. Yeah. Indy. Indy. Uh, Indy's definitely a recruit. You think so? I, I'm very caught. Like if I had to sniff out a single recruit from this season, it'd be her top of the yeah. list of my suspicion. Uh, I don't know. To me, I can't tell her and Alyssa apart right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, until they start talking. Same thing with uh with with Kyle and Michael right now. It's just two dudes. That are, yeah. <laughs> um, same thing until they start talking. Yes, but like just Honestly. looking at the picture and just even like hearing, it's like okay, I get it. You know, Alyssa's from Florida. You're from LA. Cool. Um, she's a flight attendant, which is kind of cool. Corporate flight attendant, so she goes on like private planes for like VIPs mm -hmm. and. I don't know. That's kind of neat. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't really have like any, anything about her. Um, she wants to go with the house and, and vote with everyone else, which is really lame in my opinion. So I'm definitely not rooting for her because I don't, I don't like when that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the same things are how I feel. I think having, grown up in brazil and having as thick an accent she does it makes me assume that there might be some level of a language barrier which is always a challenge um in these shows and i i i don't want to think that that's a reason that she'd get voted out but it is a reason that she might not connect with people as much as someone who you, you can just understand better you know like the, you, yeah. we've seen it before where there's been people who have had thick accents and sometimes there's a link there's a challenge there i guess jc is an example of somebody who lasted very long uh even though he had somewhat well he didn't have that much of a language barrier but that's always something that uh, gives me pause um but I, I i she's also very straightforward she says they may like my dislike my personality she's straightforward and she knows what she wants but she wants to follow the house that's kind of interesting um right <laughs> i think she could really Which spice things up yeah i think she could really spice things up but I don't think she's going to be a, that strong of a player. Yeah, I got no strong opinions. Dud for me. Dud? I did. I went dud as well. All right, next up, Jasmine. Jasmine, Jasmine the 29, Georgia. Yeah, that accent really, I didn't see that coming. That was strong. Me either. It was very, very strong. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was like, oh, hello. Um very strong yeah she's i mean she owns people think that she they they might perceive her as a ditzy southern belle or a country hillbilly so yeah cool. maybe with that accent I, I wondered honestly if it was she like like made it more like gave more to the accent 
So I'm curious to see if she just actually has that thick of an accent throughout the season. Now the, the That's uh, true. Like if it was just for the intro video, like maybe yeah. they had her ham it up a bit. Yeah. Because those intro videos are always so exaggerated. I will, every chance I get, I'm going to reference season 19 when they advertise Raven as a ghost hunter. Like these intro videos are just meant to build a character that yeah. the show may or may not continue with. So I think that she just never talks about it again. Yeah, so maybe Jasmine just like eternal life feeds right now. There's zero accent there. She just gives it up by day one. I don't know. She's another one that's very uh she speaks her mind and she's very blunt. She doesn't like jocks. I don't know. She wants to vote with the house again. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting question. I really like that. For those people that were, were both on a profile that says one of the questions is on eviction night. Would you rather flip the votes against the house to help your individual game or go with the house to help your overall alliance? Um, and in this situation, Jasmine says that she would help her overall alliance. That's such a difficult question because it's so dependent on what at what stage of the game you're in. It's true. Yes, I, I think you're right. But it's it's but it uh, does give you an idea of what the way they think. Right. It is, that is funny how she almost has like very similar answers to Indy. Am I crazy mm-hmm. for categorizing her as a stud, though, over Indy? Is that crazy? Looking at I their like, similar answers, I like her better than Indy? I don't know. I'm kind of thinking the same thing because I, well, I, I was thinking dud for her, too. I don't know how strong she's going to be. I don't know. There's something. I'm going with my gut. I'm putting her in the stud category. All right. All Write right. it down. I'm going dud. I'm going dud. I think. I think I might live to regret that, but I'm going dead. I mean, I think I'm going to regret everything in my life. Yeah, and we're going to come back to see where we hit on these. At the end of the season, we're going to go stutter dud. We always say that. We never do. It's fine. Hey, I'm taking notes, Nathan. Okay, you ready for the best one, my guy? Yes. Pooch. I think this is a good time to mention something that's very important to me. What's that? I need him to be in an alliance with Turner so that they can be Turner and Pooch. Uh, do you still have from Reddit? No, I thought of it myself while I was watching the show. I don't know. Genuinely, I'm just, I'm just assuming not, someone has come up with that already. It's not that much of a leap, <laughs> right? <laughs> if we're being honest, it's not that groundbreaking of a thought. But right. I saw it and I texted or I messaged uh, Nick and I was like, Turner and Pooch has to be a thing. Yeah, I don't know if it will be, but maybe. Um. Pooch. I think with him, I'm leaning, I'm leaning stud. Here's I the like thing. him a lot. He's not a real person. <laughs> that's, the, that's the strongest opinion I got towards this guy. He's not real. This guy was just manufactured in a lab, just checking off so many stereotypes and so many just like, absurd thing like there is no one like this guy is choosing to go by pooch let's start there that's just a staten island thing you can't say anything about that yeah (laughs) this is this guy is so staten island that he just goes by pooch (laughs) i love it i think it's phenomenal i don't hate it i don't hate it don't hate it (laughs) 
Yeah, uh, I'm going stud for Pooch. I love Pooch. No, he's got to be a stud. He's got to be a stud. Now, if this guy turns out to just be extremely problematic in the house, I'm not going to be surprised. I I really, I am just the awareness to suddenly be like, oh crap, I picked all girls. That was, that awareness I think is important. And it tells me that hopefully he won't be super problematic, but he did pick all girls. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, he, he <laughs> realized it a bit too late there. <laughs> I really don't think he did it intentionally because he just picked the people that lost. No, no, no. So, I don't think so either. I, I, I think the logic was there. However, if you're going to be this self-aware after the fact, I don't know if that's as helpful. All right. I can I can get a vote. On I'm still putting him in the stud, though, because I, if there's one thing I know, you don't vote against a guy named Pooch. Never. You never vote against Pooch. Now, you know who you do vote against? In my opinion, Joseph. Now, I kind of like Joseph. All right. <laughs> Let's hear it. What do you like about <laughs> Joseph, the lawyer? The lawyer from Florida. He gives Florida. me a, a very specific vibe of someone that I know, but I can't put my finger on who it is. Oh, But okay. he seems nice. And An uncle, perhaps? A nice, gentle figure um, who, who will... I don't know. He's just he's just staring at me right now in this picture. Quit looking at him, you weirdo. <laughs> I'm scrolling <laughs> scroll down. down. Just scroll down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel like he, he's going to be a, a decent player. I think he seems friendly. Um, he seems harmless. I think that's that's how I would describe him. He seems like a harmless person that you can kind of that would kind of disarm you in a way. Yeah, I mean, he's that's a gentleman, that that's for sure. He's a gentleman through and through. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, he, he was the replacement. Um, and so I don't know, that doesn't really say anything about his game at all, but it's, he's worth got noting. equal Claire then, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I'm just saying there's another universe where he wasn't replaced and not on the show. So his, him being here alone changes the whole trajectory of this season of what it could have been. So fair. It's pretty significant. Joseph, a lot of power. I'm putting him as stud. Like Are you doing stud? I'm going stud. All right. Not many disagreements, but there's a couple in there. There's a couple. I'm trying to even this out. So it's like eight and eight. I don't know if it's going to end up like that. I'm not even thinking about that. We're going to see where I stand. Uh, next up, we got Kyle. Uh, Kyle's another person that I totally believe he's a real person because I know, I feel like I know a lot of people like Kyle. <laughs> yeah. The name is fitting. I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just for someone who is now an ex Mormon who makes TikToks with his mom. Uh, noted he has 500,000 followers, so he's doing well. Did you have something as well? It just popped in. You, you finish your thought. There's something important <laughs> that makes him a stud in my mind. You know, I mean, that that's about it. It's just those that's two things alone. An ex Mormon who makes TikToks with his mom, you know, that's that's a personality in a way. <laughs> oh, th- this guy is very wholesome. He 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 says, "I'm definitely a goofy guy." I just yes, read that. <laughs> I believe you, Kyle. Trust me, I believe you. So the thing that stood out to me is back to the question: Would you rather flip the votes if, to help your individual game or go with the house to help your overall alliance? Mm-hmm. The first thing he says is, "That's a good question. I think it depends on what which stage of the game you're in." Yes, that in itself is like, okay, there's some awareness there. I might be Kyle. 
I think I look similar to him. We have very sim- similar builds. I'm all in on Kyle. I think he's a stud. I think he is too. And I think he, he does seem like he's going to be a social guy. Like he's the guy that you look at him and you read this bio and like you want to dislike him, but I'm sure you talk to him and there's something about him that's going to put a charm on you. Mm-hmm. Now it's, it's more dependent on, I think his social game, because I think there's a strong chance he could rub people the wrong way. There's a strong chance of that more so than with other people, because I think his personality is, a is just, it feels like it could be a lot. So I'm also putting him in the stud category. We've got a lot of studs lately. Strong, strong. Uh, Did you strong say stud for people. Joseph? No, I said dud. Oh, I put an S for you. No, Joseph is a dud. Sorry, Joseph. That's fair. Right. Any cast, cast uh, members listening to this months after the season's over, it's nothing personal. It might be a little personal. Just All right. Now we got Turner. Do we call him Matt or Turner? Uh, he goes by Turner. Uh, there was another okay. uh, cast list where the it was Matt Turner, and the Turner was like in print. Oh, yeah, it's on CBS. It's Matthew Turner Turner, but the Turner in the middle is like in, uh, yeah, you get I hate that quotation marks. So, so he goes by Turner. <laughs> I hate it so much. Uh, Tony, how much, Turner, Turner. how much do you know about Turner? I feel like I heard rumblings that okay. he's not a great dude. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, Which is sucks because I liked him. He was one of my favorites after watching the episode. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think we need to get into too much of the hearsay of of Turner. If you if you want to know, there's a lot of uh, online discourse about him. Um, I will say he was pretty well. Um, I don't know what the word is. He so he works for Mr. Beast, which is oh. one of the biggest YouTubers in the world right now. You know, you probably know who Mr. Beast is. I don't need to explain to you. Uh, he was an editor and apparently had a pretty bad fallout with him and accused Mr. Beast of a lot of things. Again, I'm not quite sure. So don't, you know, take this as like official, whatever. Uh, and the Mr. Beast kind of came back and provided receipts to it. So it was this whole back and forth and then turned to try to like run it back. as like, Oh no, I, I didn't mean that. I meant this. So I don't know, whatever. Then Turner's sister also went on Twitter after this cast was announced that uh, two days ago. And had a whole thread of all the issues she has with Turner. Um, a lot of stuff there you can look up if you want to get into it. Um, so a lot of people are like, wow, he's not a good guy. But then it got even more deep, which not related to Turner. But then his sister got canceled apparently too, because then people dug up stuff on her. And she had a lot of problematic tweets from a long time ago. So it was a whole mess um, surrounding Turner. <laughs> Nothing game related, though. And nothing that people in the house will know. So all that aside. <laughs> That's the hard part is none of them know. And so he could just win it all and then get a Jackson Mickey. Uh, right. Treatment. <laughs> I can't. Oh, man. Julie just ending the whole finale is like, so tell us about Mr. Beast. And he's like, he, he wins <laughs> the whole season crying like Mickey. So, do you like Turner, though? Sounds like you do. Honestly, during the show, I was like, oh, I think I like this dude. And now there's this stuff where it's like he 
I can't imagine that this, like, if there are issues with him, like if he does bad things or is a bad person, whatever, I don't know. There's hearsay right now, whether or not that's true. I don't know for sure, but that will yes. come out. And so that does give me pause and make me want to say dud and like, he's going to bury himself in some way. Uh, so I think I'm leaning dud with him now. Yes. After, and I, I would this agree. information does matter. It, it does matter in the sense of like, if there is some sort of threat of him not being great relationally, you got to take that into consideration. Um, and so, again, I'm not trying to be like, he's a bad person, so therefore I'm rooting against him. But it's more so like this could affect the way he plays a social game. Uh, so I'm going to stick him in the dud category. Same. And like the fact that it comes from two different areas also matters. Sure. Yes. So it's not yes. just his sister, which like there's sibling drama all the time seen it in my family but there's also like yeah you want to unpack professional that a drama huh you want to unpack that a bit we can get into not it. not even a little bit oh, okay <laughs> not with me get out of here uh <laughs> you're the worst yeah but, that's yeah it. Dud, that's all i dud. got michael michael uh, the other guy that looks like kyle mm-hmm. tall glasses uh minnesota shout out rochester just a couple hours south he's an attorney uh got gangly noodle arms yeah okay so here's my thing with kyle michael wow one of them's gotta go nice (laughs) he'll figure it out and i think it's gotta be michael i think michael's gotta go i don't want him to go i just I don't think I, I have this feeling that Michael showed up to big brother being like, cool, I'm six, four. I got glasses. I know what big brother wants me to do. And then he walks in and sees Kyle and he goes, shoot, how am I going to compete with this personality? (laughs) I'll for that reason alone, I'm putting him in the dud category. I know it sucks for him, but the fact that I'm already have more of a connection to Kyle than him that hurts him. I think I'm all in on Michael. <laughs> all right. I love it. Yeah. I think, I think he's going to be really good. I think he's one of the few people who I actually feel like is a super fan. Um, I feel like he's very competitive just based on reading these questions. It, it gives me that vibe. I think he's ready to play. He might, he might uh, burn out fast, but I think he will shine bright in the game. Um yeah, so I, you, I you think, think there's a world where two tall, white, glasses-wearing men can live? Nathan, had, did you watch the first 20 seasons of Big Brother? I sure did. There were a lot of tall, white people that did quite With well. glasses? 6'3 <laughs> and 6'4? That's true. I Those are two just, tall, lengthy men. Where do you see their heights? It's right... Well, no, they, they said it. They said their heights. Oh, Literally, no, no, you... both of them have the same bio as like, oh, I think people are going to perceive me as goofy because I'm tall and glad. Like, they both describe themselves in such, like, they, they both reference their height. So I think both of them came into this house thinking that they were going to be the only one fitting this archetype. I think Michael's going to win out. All right, we'll see. Michael versus Kyle. Who's going to survive? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. We uh, got... So I have him as a stud. I got him dud. Next up. Monte. 
Monte is also 6'4". I don't know why these guys just demand to put their heights in their bios. <laughs> um, yeah, Monte, uh, he did pretty well. He made it to... Um, was it the final stage of the HOH competition? Yeah. Yeah, so he won the first round. Um, I, I, I like Mon- Monte so far. He's my favorite. He's the one that I picked in the, the, when we picked one person for the Big Brother pool, pool we're in, I mentioned earlier. Uh, I'm all in on Monte. I think he's my, he's my favorite by a lot. I, I think I like him too. Um, is there anything specific about him that stands out, or is it just mostly – because, like, I felt he was pretty good at the competitions. Like, he knew what he was doing, which to me is, like, enough to be like, okay, you're competent enough to, like, do decent. I think his biggest threat is that he's, or his biggest downfall is that he, he comes off as such a threat. Sure. I feel like he's, he's obviously jacked. He's built like a house, but he's, he's also, a, he's 235 pounds. Yeah. It's pretty good. Six, four, two thirty-five of pretty much just muscle. That's massive. Um, I think if he downplays how smart he is, I think that is definitely the route that he needs to take. Um. Yeah, but I, I think he's in a really good spot, and I think he just needs to play his cards right, and he can last a long time. Now, does the fact that he says he would rather go with the house and help his overall lives, does that change it for you, or do you think there's still room for him to be a great player within that? I think in the majority of situations, that is the move. Um, but once you get towards the end of the game, that has to shift. It does make me think that he's going to be less interesting, but that reminds me of – an Xavier vibe. Sure. I think. Cause he's like built, but also like very smart. Um, yeah. So he could play the boring game, but the winning game type strategy. Yeah. And that's the vibe that I'm getting is like, he's, he might be, I feel like I just read something that he's boring and doesn't people like people that are really high energy. It's a vibe I'm getting just skimming through his answers here. Okay. I like it him works. a lot. I do too. Stud. Uh, next up, Nicole, another one from Florida. Crazy. Uh, so Nicole, uh, she was, she's an ex cop and now a private chef, which is two pretty drastically different occupations. I'd say, (laughs) which is kind of cool, especially she's 41, you know, so she's Mm -hmm. not like old. She's one of the oldest, um, I think second oldest on the cast. So, but like, I mean, that's not a long life to have two drastically different occupations. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about Nicole? What's standing out to you? I'm a fan. Uh, I think she's, she's probably one of the more athletic girls in the house. At least she gives me that vibe. Um, I feel like, uh, honestly, I feel like being a chef is always a valuable thing. I feel like they always want to keep around people who can cook. And I feel, feel like we consistently see that throughout seasons even if it's subconscious, like you like the person who's making good food for you. Um, she doesn't like floaters. And so that's always a good vibe. Well, it depends what she thinks floaters are. Maybe that's bad. Um, I think she's going to be a super Alliance heavy person, which I don't love as much, but ultimately like at some point you have to turn on them and that's not going to be a deal breaker for me. I don't think, I don't think I like people who I don't, ah, that that's probably the one negative I have for her. It sure. seems like she'd want to go with her alliance. 
Yeah. Which honestly, if you're 100% either way, that's kind of a, a pause moment for me. Yeah. I, I would agree for the most part. Um, she definitely stands out to me amongst most of the females, I think. Mm-hmm. So I like her. I'm going to stick her in the stud category. Again, not much more to say just because we don't know much, but initial vibes I'm in. Yeah. My only hesitation, well, my second hesitation is probably just that she's older um, and might not be able to hang with the younger people. Yeah. I mean, I think it just always depends. I mean, last season, mm-hmm. the oldest person we had was Tiffany and she did fine, you know? So I think mm-hmm. it's maybe she can hide behind the other oldest person and yeah, fit in. We'll get to him in a minute. We will. Spoilers. First, we have to get to, oh, I'm going to forget oh, how to pronounce my. this. I apologize. How do you say it? I went with Paloma. Paloma? That sounds right. Um, we'll be immediately corrected by next week. Don't worry. I'm pretty confident in this one. In the pronunciation, the pronunciation or her? Is. Oh, the pronunciation. <laughs> um, another one that just looks like Indy and Alyssa to me. Like these three girls could just, I don't know. I'm sure they're all different and I'm sure I'll learn that. But initial reaction, it's just cool. Another one. Hmm. Reading her answers, I feel like she's going to be a boring player. And I kind of liked her based on her intro video. I feel like she's one person that stood out that was like, hmm. I didn't recognize her because of the interior designer. She felt like somebody who was pretty smart and like an actual go-getter kind of thing and like pretty hardworking. But some of these answers, like she's a team player, so she'd go with the overall house or she doesn't seem to think that there's a reason people would dislike her. And so that's not <laughs> super great self-awareness, which I hate to see. Um, then again, I don't know what people would dislike about me. So maybe sure. No, I mean, I'm, I'm making her a dud. I got, I got nothing to say. She just blends in. Could she go far based on alliance? Could she be a great player? Perhaps. Yes. But right now. I'm going to go with stud. <laughs> of course. Oh, I didn't see her dad's a, her dad's a psychologist. So she might have a little bit of edge in that aspect. Yeah. I think for me, it's, I I'm going based on what I see on the field. Okay. The eye test versus the statistics. Here's the statistics in front of us, the answers to questions, but I'm going off the eye test. All right. Next we got Taylor, 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 Taylor. Uh, former miss um, Michigan. Was that it? Yeah. Yep. Okay. She's from Michigan. She's not saying. Yeah. So Miss Miss Michigan, congratulations. Um, I think I'd like her a decent amount. She seems like she knows enough of what she wants to do. I'm not convinced she's going to be great socially. Uh, so that's that's my definitely my down side to her what are what are your thoughts on taylor i feel like her her, i don't know i feel like i'm very on the fence with her because she she does give off that like i mean she was miss michigan or whatever so she gives off that same vibe that we've seen in past seasons of like the the beauty queen the pageant girl kind of thing which 
she says she, that people will perceive her as someone who's there for a showman's honestly that's kind of what i get but she's she obviously sh- says she's here to play who knows if that's actually true mm-hmm. um she seems to be aware of what like how to play I, i'm reading her last que- her answer to the last question where it's like oh it depends on what time of the game would i flip the voter go with the house um i feel like i can't do any more uh studs but i think i might have to put her in a stud category unfortunately yeah i'm going with stud um, too i I'm think just, i would lean stud with her i'm just taking taking the chance um yeah i, I think I, I think i feel like i feel like i read that other girls were being catty towards her i can't really? remember who it was two girls had kind of i think nick mentioned it when i was talking to him earlier that a okay. couple girls were together and kind of being catty towards her so it's like okay what who's gonna win out in that little drama yeah for sure but i'll stick with stud all right last one we got terrence we got Terrence gives me the vibe of an old person who would do well but i'm gonna go dud airing on history and how i mean i guess if you looked historically the old guy doesn't always get voted out first but i think there's a chance that he will be one that's kind of a dud and doesn't last super long yeah i think this is uh it's just here like here you go you got the you got the just the one token old person um and yeah i think even if he does go far it's just there's no guarantee that he'll do well when he goes far because even the ones mm-hmm. who do go far I think the most successful one we've seen was probably Cliff. And that's because Cliff actually like knew the game and was actually doing things like he, there was moments where he had a chance, but then you got other ones like Kevin where it's just like, yep, yep. zero chance. And so I don't know. Yeah. Could Terrence be like really good at the game? Who knows? Um, he's just such a toss up. So I think I, I got to go dud because of that. Mm-hmm. I like him though. Yeah, he out of the old people that we've seen, I think he has one of the better shots that I've seen to last a while. Yep, I would agree with that. He's no Glenn Mm-mm. or Steve. Yeah, that was Summer, Summer Steve. Steve. <laughs> that was cute. Uh, awesome. Well, that, that's, the that's cast. our analysis of the cast. Um, Kind of thinking, skip the drafting people. I feel like I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. We don't know. Don't Maybe know we'll do it next all. week once we have a yeah. better idea. But there we go. Stutter dud. We'll come back next week to probably immediately have stronger opinions that oppose what we just said. Because Hopefully. we have not seen them at all. I watched the live feeds for a bit, but not enough to even gauge on anything. So things will get kicked off. We're back. Uh, do we want to move on past Big Brother for now? Get into something I think I'm else? ready to move on past Big Brother. I don't have anything else that I wanted to mention. What do you What do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about your thing or the 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 other thing or? Let's do the other thing. The other thing. Which one is that? Are there multiple other things? I don't know. I I didn't have. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what we're gonna talk about is the Challenge USA. Yes. Um, so Nathan and I have been watching the challenge for probably about a year now. At least I've been wa- I watched it about a year ago. Um, and they just came out with the challenge USA, which is uh, the challenge, um, but exclusively people from CBS shows. So it's Love Island, Amazing Race, Big Brother, and Survivor. And since we do this podcast about Big Brother and Survivor, 
about half, I think over half the cast as former Big Brother and Survivor players. And so we're going to talk about this too, because we're going to be watching it every week. So we're going to have a little segment about it at the end of every episode. Yes. Should uh, we describe the basic mechanics of the challenge? Uh, now, should we? You don't Just think for they people know? that haven't seen it, if they're listening, whatever. If not, you can skip through this. All right. But they got challenges. Real quick, real quick, yeah, they have a daily challenge. Based on that, they have a winner. And a lot of times they'll have the, the last place. Um, and then based on those results and then some deliberation potentially between like the winning team, you send two groups or two people into an elimination. If you lose the elimination, you're out. So it's not like Big Brother and Survivor where you vote people out. Every single time you get a chance to go at 1v1, 2v2, you get to go head to head with one person or a group of people, depending. And then the loser goes home. So it's built for people who are cop beasts, essentially. Um, there is still the social and political game, but for the most part, yeah, if you're if you're a massive person, you usually dominate. Um, you got to be physical. Like, you can't win yeah. the game without winning stuff. So we have some of the bigger copies from the last few years on this season and also some legends. And then there's Aza. And then there's Aza. <laughs> one of the worst comp people, period, <laughs> that have ever existed. For some reason, she's there. Yep. We love it. Uh, it's hosted <laughs> by TJ Lavin, and he's great. Um, real quickly, I can run through the people who are in it if we want to do that. Yeah, just a small quickly, and I think, yeah. Do you have the cast up? No, do you? I'm trying to get it pulled up. I just need a list. It's probably on Wikipedia, right? There's a list of everyone. It's just their first names, though. Oh, no, there's not. All right. We're, I'm only going to list off Survivor and Big Brother, though, right? We don't need Yeah, it. that's all we care about. Yeah, so Survivor, we got Ben, um, who won Heroes, Healers, Hustlers, and on Winners at War. You got Danny, who was on last season, 41. You got Dominic, who came in second on Ghost Island. You got Tyson, four-time player, one-time winner. Not even going to list all the seasons he was on. And then you have Desi, who was also on Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. Forgot about her. I had to look her up preseason. Yeah, would not have known she is good. Sarah... Or Lacina, who we know as a winner, three-time Survivor player. Shan, who was on last season. And then Tasha, who was on two seasons. Um, the last one being Second Chances. Then the Big Brother people. We got a lot from 23. We got a lot. Four of the cookout. Um, you got Tiffany. You got Xavier, Kylan, and Aza. You also, from season 23, got Derek X and Alyssa. Then from season 21, for whatever reason, David's coming back. CBS has something with him. I don't know what's going on there. Does he know someone he in production? Back. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Uh, from season 12 and All-Stars 2, Enzo, you got um, who else? Angela from season 20. Surprised to see her without Tyler. Yes. Because this, this show feels like it's made for Tyler. So that's mm -hmm. that's funny. Um, I think that's it. That's all we yeah. got. It's a fun crew. I uh, There's a couple from Big Brother that I don't care for a ton. Um, but I love the Survivor cast. And I, I, it's not that I like dislike Desi. It's just I didn't I didn't even remember she, who she was. So she's 
she's new, but I think she'll be solid. She seems like she's she'll be good at the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, I was a little nervous going into it just because it's I think it's more so my that what we've seen with Big Brother and Survivor on the challenge is it hasn't gone great. Um, Big Brother is some of the worst people we've seen on the challenge. <laughs> and the Survivor players just haven't done much. So I think this going into this, I was like, oh boy, how's it going to go? Because I don't like that mashup right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But last night was great. And I think these people are fun in this format. Uh, I am very curious to see how this plays out. If it plays out like a normal challenge season, as far as the way the players play the game, you know, like, are these players going to try to play the challenge with the social game of their respected shows? Mm-hmm. Um, because none of these people have done the challenge before. So I think we could see a very different gameplay than a normal challenge season, which could be fun, could be bad. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, and I like the fact that it's four different shows, so there's going to be like four different alliances. Um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how it all shakes out. Uh, what do I have? I know I have a hot take in here somewhere. I don't care about any of the Love Island or Amazing Race people, but I appreciate that there's people that they can get rid of that I don't care about early on. <laughs> so that's much appreciated. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, I think it'll be fun. That's yeah. my take. That's my take too. Um, Love Island. Tyson is... and Angela had a great first episode. Yes. The one thing I think, like, there's a couple things that like stand out from an editing standpoint. I think James from Amazing Race is going to go far. He seemed to have a lot of screen time and a lot of just talking about stuff. So he I seems think, like a big character. So I wonder if it's just that he's a big character or what? perhaps that's true. Um, but Angela and Sarah, there was, I think three different points where different people talked about them as like, a, Oh, I, th- I, I think they might butt heads sometime. Or there was a time where I think Angela might've said like, Oh, Sarah's intimidating. So I think there might be a little rivalry there. That's my, that'll be fun. I'm sussing out the foreshadowing there. Yeah. I think one difference about this and the main challenge show, which like Nathan said, has had survivor and big brother players in the past. The people who have been successful on those shows are the people that we don't like. Yep. It's people like Josh, Josh from big brother 19 or uh, Fessy Fessy from big brother 20 people where it's just like, yeah, sure. Fessy is built for the challenge physically but just keeps shooting himself in the foot. Josh isn't built for the challenge, but socially is very, very strong. People love him, um, but then you not got, the fans. You got people like Polly, who, you know, was on a couple oh. seasons. It's just, yeah, it's it's like th- all the complaints that people have about modern challenge seasons, a lot of it stems from Big Brother players. Which Jose's on a couple tough. seasons. Yeah, like Jose. A couple what? of the Survivor people have been cool. I mean, uh, we We've had only Michelle. had four. Yeah, Michelle, Tommy, Michelle from uh, 32, Tommy from 39, Jay, who I love. And then Michaela. And then Michaela. Yeah, so all people I like from Survivor, but not a ton of success from them. No, I don't think they've done enough to... 
I mean, Jay's most notable thing is he got CTL in the one elimination. Mm-hmm. Which is a big deal. I mean, it's a big deal. But CT he, has been eliminated. I could count the amount of times CT has been eliminated that early on one hand. Sure. Other than by himself for punching people. Sure. That's fair. So that that's that's nothing to just ignore. But <laughs> yeah, that's the challenge USA. We're gonna keep coming back to it. Um there will be spoilers for it in the future. This this episode, people went home that I didn't care about. It'll just be a brief little like, hey, let's talk about what's going on on here. Yes, probably not as in depth as Big Brother, but you know we got to mention it because it's it's there and it's yeah it's fun. It's gonna make a good Wednesday night. I feel like Tyson has been so negative on Twitter about the challenge, and so I feel like he's gonna get screwed at some point. Or he's going to win, and it was just all this ploy to, like, hide it from us. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's a, he's a goofball. That happening. He's a goofball. He's a goofball. That also, acting color. like that challenge was the hardest thing in the world and being so pumped about the challenge being easy, that was a very easy, the challenge challenge, <laughs> in my opinion. Sure. Yeah, definitely not that Like, cool. it feels extreme because you're going down a building, but you're really just doing math. Yeah. But that's me being snooty and that's you being a math major yeah aza almost dying was okay aza uh getting very tired from what she did was funny uh-huh. the almost dying Hilarious. and saying it was funny didn't feel right so i had to <laughs> audible to changing what i said no i know what you meant it was like a yeah what are you doing here kind of thing like yeah called it <laughs> the fact that it was her was perfect um loved it so on to, I think, our last thing. I am playing Survivor this weekend, Nathan. You are playing Survivor this weekend. Yes. Tony. So we've talked about this last year, but I went out with some uh, a buddy yeah. of mine from college. We had, last year we did, uh, it's like two, two and a half days of 20 people going out. And we like build a shelter at his family's farm, sleep outside, cook rice for food all like basically the whole survivor experience as much as you can fit into two two to three days um and i'm doing it this weekend again so i wanted to mention it now tell you yeah what i'm thinking how i'm gonna do and then uh yeah we'll see how awful well okay here's my question how much do you want to talk about right now is there a chance that the people you're playing with will listen to this no because no one none of them listen to big watch big brother a couple of them watch survivor and might listen so we're I've never safe. discussed Big Brother with any of them. Okay. Um, I think it should be okay. I just want to, like, you know, this will be going up. When, when do you start? Tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow so, at five and our phones, or tomorrow at seven and we can't have our phones. So unless they listen tomorrow. Sure. Which would suck. Uh, I think we should be good. Okay. So we can get into a little of your strategy then. Yeah. Yeah. What's your plan? What are you doing? So, Last year, I think I uh, set myself apart for the people that will be back as somebody who's smart and is good at puzzles. So that'll be definitely be one of my bigger assets. Um, but something that I need to be careful isn't intimidating. Um, I also think, I, uh, yeah, so that's a big part of it because I'm not physically in shape at all. And so I'm nervous about that aspect of it. Hopefully I can keep up enough that we get deep enough that I can show my puzzle prowess and that'll keep me in the game. Um, I feel like a couple things that I learned from last year and just the experience of getting voted out 
Uh, one of the big things is there was a challenge last year where um, we just basically had to hold our hand above our head as long as we can. It's the same as the survivor one where it's attached to the bucket of water. If you go too low, it spills. It was that exact thing, essentially. So we were doing that. And I had convinced all the people on the, it was right after the merge. I convinced all the other people that were on the other tribe. They were like, oh yeah, we'll let Tony win. And I was like, awesome. I was like, yeah, let me win. This will be great. Um, and they were just like, yeah, just after this person that was on your tribe falls, then we'll, we'll give it to you. And I didn't think through the fact that they for sure were not going to vote for me because why were they trying to give me immunity? Um, so just situations like that where it's like you have to really have to think about what what their angle is. Um, that's a big thing. And then not shutting the door on talking to people. I feel like last year people told me about one specific person. They were like, hey, we don't want to work with him at all. And looking back, he was our only hope at surviving the merge, which we didn't. We got decimated. So that's another big thing is like you you have to play all the angles that you can. Don't just give up on things. Do you have any pre-game alliances going into this? I've reached out to a couple people and just been like, hey, I got your back if you got mine. Um, there's going to be 21 of us. We're going to get split up into three tribes. It's called luck of the draw. So I think it's going to be completely random splitting us up into those three tribes. Um, so a couple of people I reached out to, um, a couple of them weren't playing. They're just going to help run and like help kind of like do all the behind the scenes stuff. Um, I don't know a ton of them. So that's the hard part is I don't know a ton. So I'm trying to reach out to the people I do know and just be like, Hey, I got your back. I'd love to work with you and just like let that fester and see if that gets, that gets me a good foothold. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Wow. This is exciting. Was it worth it? Was it worth me talking about it? On the no, podcast? I think this is great. I think this is fascinating. I think it's <laughs> going to be great to hear how you do. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be tough. How many people do you know, like personally? Um, so there's about four people that we went to college with. I think I think you would have gone to college with all of them too. Um, let me pull up the names quick. Because then... There's those four or five that mm -hmm. I know. One, two, three, five. So there's five other people that we went to college with that I know. One of them I don't know super well, but the other four I know pretty well. So that shouldn't be a problem. And then that were also that, that played last year. So I'm somewhat familiar with. I think there's another five or six probably. Okay. So I probably know about half of the people pretty well. Okay. And so that's good. Yeah. So it should be hopefully helpful. Do you think um, that could ever happen, like a returners versus rookies? I think that's absolutely a possibility. Um, the way that it's going, the first year was battle. It was like a couples battle. Um, the second time was college versus college. It was half from one school, half from the other, like mm -hmm. alumni from each school. And so, yeah, I think it's definitely possible. Every year is going to be a new theme, so it's always a blast. I don't even know if I'll play it next time. Maybe I'll maybe I'll ask to help run it and do like kind of run the tribal councils um yeah i need to figure out what i need to do for, for personal items too i get three personal items mm. so that'll be fun magic eight ball that's the move. we don't get a tarp or a hatchet this year wow so we'll see the only thing we get we for sure get water and like fire making supplies i don't know what exactly that means and oh what's the other thing there's one other like obvious thing but 
yeah, we'll see how it goes. I just wanted to mention it and then report back to see how poorly or how wonderfully I did. Can't wait. All right, make sure to tweet at us of how well you think Tony would do. We need predictions in. Please now. don't hurt my feelings. And if you're playing with me, don't listen to this. <laughs> you're gonna I've done so that at exposed. the end. Was that right? I think this was right. I think you're fine. No one listens to this podcast, anyways. Um, so on that note. That's so mean. <laughs> If you listen to this podcast, you're nobody. Should so we wrap this up. bad boy up? We should wrap it up like a, a present nice on Christmas. On it. We'll come back next week to hear the Tony Update Challenge USA and, of course, Big Brother, because that's why we're here. We're here to talk about Big Brother. Make no mistake of it. So, for more episodes, visit notgameallpersonal.com or on Twitter and Instagram at NGAPpod. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else in the podcast. Really? I'm Nathan, this is Tony, and we will see you next week. And remember to love one another.